Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Steven Taylor. How are you two doing? Pretty good. It's kind yeah. of rainy and gross, but other than that, good. Yeah. I feel like my soul is dirty from these movies. <laughs> yeah. I think, I just like, feel gross. even before this, I was, like, trying to think of, like, what was, what was this pairing all about? Like, normally we try to pair it, and I think sleazy slashers has to be that's the through line of this this week it it really has to be like i would say one is definitely more sleazy than the other but they both reside in a sort of uh well of sleaziness and one of them just has to be more renowned being the corman one but yeah well yeah i think roger corman like he'll be the first to admit i don't think he really cares what people think of the sleaze like no he's just he's always done that and also kudos to roger corbin for keeping movies like around 70 minutes like man choppy mullet is a short movie and <laughs> right the I hour think, 12 yeah like it's it's in and it's out which i kind of appreciate uh yeah it, it it's it's like they kind of know we can't really take this whole choppy mall uh thing very far uh admittedly i don't think yeah you could unless you like really tried to flesh out the characters but you don't really need to like and it's funny because it chopping mall still feels like it could be trimmed a bit yeah i was gonna say there were definitely some parts of it that i was kind of in and out of like oh are they still getting killed okay okay that's fine yeah Yeah. or or, i mean uh, like just off the top of my head the initial uh lightning strike thing it had there's four or five different lightning strikes before oh. the 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 kill bots get activated yeah like <laughs> what the fuck is the point uh barbara crampton's death is like fucking five minutes like enough <laughs> which know, it's like, also very clearly it. a guy with a <laughs> yeah, that's the best part too that's yeah. the best part too because you've been focused on barbara crampton of course, uh, getting topless as much as she can. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's replaced by, like, David Lee Roth in a death scene. As you do. <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're talking about Choppy Mall on this episode. And, ah, uh, is it a bad movie? Yes. Is yes. it a movie that I absolutely <laughs> love? Also, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just, uh, it, it's one of those movies that I think almost is more interesting than like the creation. Like, for a movie called Choppy Mall, there's no chopping. You know? Yeah. That's my favorite thing about it. And apparently, <laughs> like, like a, a, somebody, they were in the editing bay and like a janitor or somebody that was like a low level employee at uh, Corman's production company came in and was like, she called it Choppy Mall. And they just went with that. It makes no sense because there's no chopping in this movie, but who cares? 
I guess. Uh, custodians naming movies. This is why time. you should like start to really question, you know, and somebody's like, yeah, I should call the movie Chopping Mall. That's when you say, but there's no chopping in this movie. And they go, oh, yeah, right. Okay. And then you just call it something else. I think they originally wanted to call the movie Kill Bots, which makes way more sense considering they're yeah. called yeah. Kill Bots. So. Well, they gave a separate, a whole separate credit to the guy that created the Killbots, so why the hell not? Yeah, and they were actually voiced by the director, Jim Wynorski, so <laughs> this is great. Have a nice day. <laughs> Hopefully you stuck around for the post-credit scene of this movie. Have a nice day. That's the post-credit scene. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> they were doing Marvel Stingers before Marvel Stingers. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Obviously, the killbots will return in Shang Chi too. <laughs> oh man! This is when the killbots show up in Humanoids of the Deep or something like that. Like, <laughs> well, and, and I mean, Chopping Mall has um, has a, a, a older Corman film character in it because Dick uh, Dick Miller's character is from like a pre Psycho Corman horror movie. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so can it. we say those movies are in the same universe then? Yes, and this is also um, in the Eating Raul cinematic universe <laughs> as well. <laughs> yeah, those uh, two, the couple that are watching the Killbots at like that opening reveal, like the bearded guy and the woman, like they are playing their characters from a movie called Eating Raul. Where they run a restaurant, and they even mention the restaurant in that opening scene. Yeah. Oh, we should have those at our restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> That's so interesting because I thought yeah. those characters were going to come back at some point no, and, and like, they do don't. something. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just gone. They're yeah. almost set up in the beginning as if they're going to be main characters or something mm -hmm. like that, and they're yeah. just like never seen again. No. I, I, I <laughs> got to admit, like, some of the characters in this movie are just fucking stupid, but I love it. Like, oh, my more God. More butter. More butter, waitress. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I just put the entirety of Susie under dumbest decision because everything <laughs> that she does in this movie, I'm just like, girl, why? But her head blows up in like a wide arc because it splatters so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, and also, can we just say that this movie is like the greatest anti-smoking PSA ever? Because <laughs> uh, agreed. Dude goes to get cigarettes and uh, gets killed by the killbot and then his girlfriend shortly thereafter. So obviously the killbots are against smoking, and so you know we should support the killbots as best we can. They should have put that as an anti-smoking <laughs> ad or something. Just that one scene of going down to get the cigarettes. Yeah, just cut that out. Put it in an ad. Uh, but we've talked so much about shopping mall already. But what is it even about? Uh, three malfunctioning security droids terrorize a group of teenagers locked inside a uh, shopping mall. I almost said inside a shopping mall. And I was <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, inside a uh, shopping mall. Tara did it again. Yeah, um, you, can't, you can't not do it. You want to just say inside a shopping mall. Yeah, it's um, inside the shopping mall where no one gets chopped. There's not yeah. even an axe. No. The, the, even the kill boss themselves don't get chopped by like any like any like final girl weapons or anything like that like there's zero chopping on either side like you could have called it exploding mall that would have made more sense. <laughs> they used almost every other method of killing people too like they they slit someone's throat they yeah. they like puncture one of the 
are they like scientists or something? They, they're wearing lab coats. The guys in the beginning <laughs> that are like in front of those supercomputers or whatever. Like yeah. I don't know who they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. but like they get like just punched through, I guess, by the the robots. Yeah. Some get lit on. Some people get lit on fire. Some people get shot by lasers. Like these robots have literally every other weapon except anything that chops. Yeah. And, and they and and they come from the stormtroopers school of shooting because yeah. even even when the guys have guns and they're shooting at like nobody can fucking hit anything yeah at all no oh boy i mean th- there's a lot to unpack here with chopping mall <laughs> um but uh when was everyone's first time watching this some oh. some point in the the mid to late 90s my my uh, my buddy Rob showed it to me. I, I think it was roughly around the same time that I saw um, the other film that we're covering this uh, as well. Um, and I mean, I didn't even think it was a good. It, it was like it, there, it's it's fun in in the way that you need to see with, sit with friends and make fun of every single thing that's happening on screen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that's where it, that's I think that's where its appeal lies in my eyes. Yeah. Right. The, the, going and watching the ridiculousness of it and and going oh my god that guy j- literally just fell off that balcony and that's it that's his death yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i watched this it was on shutter i tried to search for it on shutter the other day and it, i don't know if it's on shutter anymore no but, it's not uh, i tried to canadian do the same shutter no like yeah. on american shutter it is but canadian ah uh, yeah, yeah. It's um, just weird because i feel like us canadians would love to support choppy mall if only they yeah. would let us yeah um, i had to watch so... it on tubi and it was the most frustrating experience <laughs> oh i found a copy on youtube because that was like my last go like my last go-to um but yeah i think i watched it i or i watched like the first half of it on shutter when it was on shutter like a couple months ago i want to say mm. um and that like just putting it on being like oh i've heard of chopping mall before let's see what this is about and then i think i had to do something so i was i didn't feel bad about you know having to turn it off and come back to it later mm. um so my first real watch through was for the podcast but i i did watch like the first third of it at least <laughs> earlier nice um yeah i i watched this movie oddly enough because when i watched crystal lake memories about friday the 13th uh they had the guy from part two and he's like yeah most people know me from friday the 13th but also choppy mall and i was like okay i kind of want to check this out this choppy mall and yeah it was it was like oh yeah i think you're probably more well known for friday the 13th than this um but uh yeah no and i don't know the first time i watched it i'm like this movie's stupid i don't know why anyone would enjoy this and then the more i watch it the more i laugh and just realize it's a stupid movie but i think that's kind of the point too yeah it it's it's not meant to engage you emotionally or intellectually it's there just so you can watch a bad stunt actor in a wig burning for five minutes <laughs> and a lot of ass shots yes so uh, many and and i i mean i even have a, a question that just kind of blows my mind in it um because there, there's a scene where they you know i forget who gets shot in the shoulder and gets shot in the butt 
and it's just like a quick like ah like like and they're still <laughs> moving and then when what's her name gets shot in the belly she just fucking dies she just fucking <laughs> yeah. lays down and dies and it doesn't it's like what because she doesn't but have I... cardio that's why <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it uh, and then fucking guy going all kamikaze on that fucking way too skinny like i don't know what, what floor sweeper what the hell it was that... it looked like the smallest like the smallest austin powers mobile yeah <laughs> But the fu- I loved how he just rammed it into it, and then he dies. <laughs> fucking from- dies. <laughs> and then the robot also dies. So, you know, it probably worked out in the end. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some, it's like some of the deaths, they're like, yeah, we want to do this and this and this. And then other deaths, they're like, oh shit, we got to kill his character. Uh, uh, just know. shoot him in the stomach. Yeah. Uh, just, just make him fall off a railing or something. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> I still can't get over that that's how they killed that one guy. By just like, he runs up ahead of the group, falls off a railing, and then that's it. That's it for him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like another hero moment, too. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Um. Uh. Also, too, we do have to acknowledge the fact that Jim Wynorski, the director, literally just hired the woman for this movie based on whether he wanted to date them or not. That's so, so fucked up. Not surprised by that, but no, yeah, that's such pretty a, fucked up. Such a time's up. <laughs> me too, fucking... I'm surprised Jim Wynorski has not been me too, if I'm being completely honest. Oh my god, well, you know, it's all... If Ric Flair just got me too'd, mm. the, the statute of limitations is never up. No. All right, uh, we got a f- quite a few emails. You all love Choppy Mall, so <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, I think this was I'm the most amount that. of emails I've ever gotten for a single movie <laughs> that we've covered. And I'm not saying I'm surprised because I mean I get it. There, the, the, there are a lot of people who love Choppy Mall, but mm-hmm. it's just I'm like, really? Like, we got more for this than we did Alien or Aliens or... That's messed up. Like, and yeah. the minute And the minutes to email ratio of the movie has <laughs> got to be, like, a it record. Just, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you'll <laughs> don't email about a Friday the 13th, but you'll email in for Choppy Mall? Like, I don't know. That, that's weird, but... Know your audience. I guess so. So... <laughs> Rob wants, or Rob says, I was expecting a, vor- a version of Short Circuit on crack, and that's exactly what I got, so 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, how I to, that's how we should describe this movie to people. Like, what is Choppy Mall? It's Short Circuit on crack. That, that, that's... Oh my god. The Killbot's range of motion <laughs> is fucking ridiculous, because they're fucking slow as fuck. Yeah. Anytime mm-hmm. they're moving, is just like, I don't understand why they're, like, are they run? Are the people running and then stopping and letting the machines catch up a bit and then running again? <laughs> um, well, and they got little T Rex arms too, right? Like. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And uh, I mean, anybody like the fact that they're using escalators is ridiculous because they don't fit. <laughs> yeah, even just looking at the width of their tracks, you're like, how is that possible? And it turns out it wasn't. It was just some random extra holding like one of the the head shrouds up in those shots. And it's just like, yeah, that wouldn't work. No, <laughs> no. It's best you just not ask these questions. Just you, just, <laughs> you just know, turn they, your brain off completely you, and just you just can't. Like, there's overthinking, and then there's just basic thinking. You can't basic think this movie. Like, you can't, you can't apply any. You can't think this no. movie. Let's just cut the corners on that one. Yeah, you just can't. You can't. 
put any logical thought into chopping them off. <laughs> Honestly, they should have just given the killer bots like rocket boots or something. I would have I would have bought into that. I bought into everything else in this movie. Like give them some rockets so they can fly around and then we mm. don't even have to worry about them going up and well, down escalators. <laughs> well, I think the biggest issue is this movie costs like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's just like and they invested all of that into making the robots. Mm-hmm. And I, I and those gnarly mall doors. That's oh, why yeah. the one guy just falls to his death because they literally ran out of money. <laughs> and no money. They're like, we don't even have money for the blood pool under him. So we'll just have to figure that They're out. like, how are you going to kill me? Well, listen, originally we had a plan for the kill bots to like kill you in this glorious fashion. But we're down to five bucks. So you're going to have to fall off. <laughs> you're just going to fall in the food court. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we wasted it all burning your girlfriend alive in that one scene. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, we really wasted the money by having her die for like six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all that film reel just gone to waste. Yeah. Uh, Henry says, what's everyone's thoughts on Robert Greenhall's proposed remake, which never happened? I know the big controversy is that he wanted to replace the robots with killer mannequins. Personally, I think the charm of the movie is that it's stupid to call a movie with laser shooting robots chopping mall, but I'd have it no other way, Henry. Uh, uh, you know, that's kind of making me think, I don't know if either of you watched Doctor Who, but there's a Doctor Who I oh, think yeah. it's a Christmas special with David Tennant, where I think it's when Tennant is first like changed over from Christopher Eccleston, so 9 to 10 has just changed over. And mm. there are these like mannequins at the shopping mall Oh, yeah. wait, maybe this That's... is Coach Brockiston. And they do this, like, karate chop. Like, I feel like they do, like, a karate chop, and it would be perfect yeah. for this movie, for Chopping Absolutely. Mall. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that is, I think I, I think that's episode one of the entire reboot in 20, uh, 2005. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, think and it's I, Eccleston I and Rose Tyler. And she's, like, working in a mall, and then he hates yes. her. And they yes. Become, and, yeah, I don't know why I thought yeah. that was Tennant. Because has, she has the thing where she's backing away, and then his arm comes out, and he goes, run. Yeah. yeah oh, I need that's... to go watch Doctor Who again. But that yeah. would be, like, pretty perfect, I feel like. Mannequins yeah. <laughs> doing a little karate chop. Chopping mall. I think that would be good. It'd be chopping mall meets tourist trap. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I don't know. I I'm in the I'm in the belief that even though it's called chopping mall and there's no chopping whatsoever, again, I I'm kind of like, yeah, don't fuck with it, you know. The part of the charm is that this movie makes no sense sometimes and I think It's yeah. a Wernowski power move. Yeah. Mm. Well he actually posted a picture of like him with the original poster for the movie and it had the word killbots on it, which is super wild. Um, I think you just at this point, if you remake the movie, just call it Killbots, and then, like, just do it that way. Then you know people will be like, "Oh, it's a movie about killer robots." Got it. Um, but yeah, I, I guess like uh, Winorski and the Robert Green Hall, they were getting into a pretty big argument over social media about this because Robert Green Hall was like saying how it's gonna happen, and yeah, I think Winorski said like, "Yeah." If he if he was ever gonna make it, it was gonna he was gonna make it, but it wasn't. He said it wasn't gonna happen, which it never did. Then Robert Green Hall passed away a couple years ago, I think. So, I think that that window for it happening kind of ended there. But uh, yeah, yeah. It'd be uh, such an obscure one to like. I, I don't know what audience you're going on at for for a remake or a reboot or whatever. So it's like. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't see financing being an easy thing no. in that regard. Unless, like, Shudder or somebody like is going to step in. Mm-hmm. Or R- RLJE, who are, yeah. like, fast becoming, like, one of my favorites because the, the amount of shit that they send to me is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be it would be fun to have someone do a Chopping Mall reboot, but I, I kind of agree with Henry in that I think... You would have to have it not relate to Chopping Mall at all to keep it the spirit of the first one. Yeah. So, like, have have it take place in a mall, but have it be something else with, like, the lasers or aliens or something like that, you know? Like, just make mm. it ridiculous. And the only thing that relates it is that it's in, in a mall. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see here. We got... Uh... Another email from Brian. Brian says, was Dick Miller the Sean Bean of his day? Dude dies in every movie. <laughs> yeah, he does. He was, Well, he died in Terminator. He got killed by yep. Arnold. And then this. You think he dies in Gremlins, but then he comes back. He's yeah, like, he's got the hero moment. Yeah. In, yeah. And he has a, he has a kind of a... He has a really great... I, I love Dick Miller. He's just He was just so... In, um, such a good staple in so many great movies, but I one of my favorites and it, since I was a kid is that when he um, in New Batch where he um, fights the gargoyle, uh, mm-hmm. the the winged uh, uh, gremlin, yeah. the bat. Oh, I love that scene so much. And he throws it into the into the cement, the wet cement, and it flies up and becomes a gargoyle on the building. I love that scene. Yeah. He was in Star Trek too, and like a bunch of other stuff. He was. He's like a... his resume is huge. You watch yeah. that in the in the search uh, search for darkness documentaries, both of them. He's prominent in both of those. Yeah. He he's great. Yeah, and he just shows up in a bunch of stuff like The Burbs, Terminator, Chopping Mall, Gremlins, The Howling. Like he yeah he did kind of just show up in a bunch of stuff, but I think that was part of his charm. So. Okay. Um, and then Kendra says, I haven't laughed as hard as I have when the footage for Susie Slater in the credits is just the footage of her head exploding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? They all get this like 21 Jump Street type of credit mm-hmm. sequence. And then, yeah, hers is just her head exploding. <laughs> so like, did they not like her or something? Yeah, I was or... wondering like, did Jim ask her out? And then she's like, no. And he's like, well, I guess you're getting like, you. He's like, do you want to maybe after we wrap this, you want to maybe go get a pizza or something? She's like, ew. Yeah. They, He's they like, just, well, I'm going to fuck you up in the credits. They, they just had to show the best part of the movie twice just so that you could really get a good, you yeah. know, get a good witness get, to it. That's what they spent the 10 bucks on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. um, yeah. I mean, I, I do always get a chuckle when, yeah, like it's just everyone's like, it's like, part of the real i guess or whatever right like it's 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 them doing something that's not like you can get a very clear advantage of what they look like and then yes yeah, so <laughs> it's just like no we're gonna blow up our head <laughs> um all right uh she refused all of my advances yeah i uh i i do the find it funny that he just hired girls based on whether you wanted to date them or not and it's I, so fucked up 
I could just imagine that backfired on him so quickly. Like, like well, especially sure. with, I feel like Crampton's been a, a strong woman her entire career. Yeah, because she comes across like that. Mm -hmm. So man, I I would never want to get on her bad side. No, I imagine too. Like she, like I know she's been in, uh, she's been married for quite a long time too. So mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. was she even single then? Were any of them single? Did Jim Warner right? care? Probably not. Uh, uh, best line. I mean, oh I put God. in. I put in. But I, wait a minute. I like pepperoni. Yeah, <laughs> that I. I have so many because that. I mean, that one's really, really great. You smell like pepperoni. Well, if that's how you feel, like that's definitely. I mean, waitress, more butter. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one's yeah. definitely in it. Uh, you know how to handle that thing? Sure, I can. I saw Dirty Harry twenty four times. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, fuck the fuchsia. It's Friday. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, what else did I have written? Uh, let's send these fuckers a Rambogram. Oh, that was a good one, yeah. I mean, that's fucking insane. Like, uh, I mean, uh, but I, my number one has to be from the Eating Raul characters. And he's like, that reminds me of your mother. I think it's the laser eyes. <laughs> it's n number one. And it happens so fucking quickly into the movie. It is like the high bar set for a movie with just the most ridiculous dialogue that I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, also like, makes no sense if you've seen, if unless you've seen Eden Raul, which I'm yeah. going to say, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say probably most people did not watch that. Movie. No, it's a cult. It, it was a cult hit. Like, it, it didn't really land with a lot of people when it came out. I think there's more than one movie that's set in that um, in that environment. Mm. Um, I've seen Eating Raul. Raul. It is a Criterion film now, I believe. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I saw, I mean, I saw it after uh, uh, Chopping Mall. So I didn't get the reference of the, the original time of seeing it. But this time I was like... Those characters are those characters are super familiar, and I like looked it up. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it's so weirdly obscure to throw these characters just for the opening scene, like Taylor C said. Like, it's they they're not they don't continue. They're yeah. just in yeah. that unveiling scene. Mm. So it's such a wild uh, direction to take, honestly. I, I wish that they had brought those characters in oh. just briefly, like, a couple more times to give random, like, snarky commentary. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, they're kind just of... one-off lines. It would be so funny. Because they're slightly, like, a con uh, an audience conduit as well. Like, you feel mm -hmm. like, oh, this is the audience speaking because they're mm -hmm. just kind of, like, Statler and Waldorfing it. And, yeah, they, they... I mean, the fact that they didn't have snide commentary the rest of the movie is kind of kind of a loss you know I, I like yeah the movie's short it could still have been trimmed quite a bit and you could have thrown those people in yeah just like especially what you're saying with them being the audience conduit having them mm -hmm. come in and just give some snarky comments being like what the fuck is going on right now in this mall like yeah. it would have been such a good way to say to the audience like yes we know this is ridiculous that's the point and these characters are also noticing how ridiculous this is that would have been so good and i just yeah they were they were like some of my favorite characters and they were like there for like two minutes it would have been like the best time you use them is at the end of the movie when the boyfriend who 
seemingly died of a head injury, comes back and he's holding a toilet paper roll to the back of his head. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. To have oh them come God. and be like, didn't that guy die or something? Like, <laughs> No, the nerd survives. Yeah. Who knew if you had a like tip for life, everybody, but if you hit your head, all you need is a toilet paper roll and you're fine. <laughs> no, that's not true at all. Um, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Any other great lines from this movie? I mean, there's a lot, but oh, so many, there's so many. The only other one that I wrote down was a line from Linda when the, the nerdy Ferdy character is yelling at her and, and she's like, it's all right. It's not you, Ferdy. I guess I'm just not used to getting chased around a mall in the middle of the night by killer robots. <laughs> and like, she says it so dramatically, like she's saying it seriously. Like, I'm just so not used to getting chased around a mall. And it's like, yeah, I'm sure you're not used to this, Linda. No. He's like, well, I am. I, I, I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This reminds me of last summer. Um, best performance. I mean, I don't know. I put John Terleski, Tur- I think his name is. Because, I don't know. I just like that he's just chewing bubblegum and being like a complete like cheese ball asshole. Well, not even really an <laughs> asshole. He's just... The glorious mullet. Yeah. And the fact that his, his stupid exchange with the Killbots, it always just cracks me up because... It's just like him just being like, ooh, like just so condescending towards them. And then, yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. Any other great performances in this? The ADR on Barbara Crampton's death scream. <laughs> it's very specific, but I, I yeah. endorse this. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the janitor who got electrocuted. I liked him. Oh, yeah. Um, Dick Miller. Yeah, uh, he was just sassy and fun, and mm. he... I found out you're behind. Who's behind? You're dead meat. Yeah, like another character that I was like, oh, I kind of wish we could have seen him pop up randomly, like cleaning up the messes after the kids are like running around killing all these robots. You know, that would have been hilarious. But his commitment to stand in a dirty puddle. Right. Yeah. Get out of the water, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> you're cleaning a lot easier if your feet aren't in it. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure if I really noticed anyone else for best performance that I thought really like stood out. But, I mean, yeah. Whenever those killbots say "Have a nice day," it's delivered with passion. <laughs> Honorable mention to waitress more butter. Oh yeah, oh, good. <laughs> the so commitment. Good. It's just the thing is too is like that guy never shows up again. He doesn't no. even get any like nothing whatsoever. Like, they couldn't even have a scene where he's, like, leaving, and he's like, I feel so full, and then he explodes because the Killbot shoots him or something. Yes! Like, yeah. uh, literally it... all the interesting characters are background characters. Yeah. <laughs> didn't it feel like, yeah, didn't it feel like they were setting up that guy to get killed later, that they were setting up the fucking sleazy chef guy that was wiping grease on his shirt for no reason? They were, like, setting that guy up to get killed. Like, it feels like there was so much setup of, like, a background, like, kill fall that never happened mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's why it was so easy for me to turn it off the first time i tried to watch this because there weren't there weren't any like through lines of like oh i remember nope. that great character and i want to see if he survives <laughs> it was literally just a bunch of horny teenagers but like great <laughs> everyone's yeah. a cardboard cutout yeah everyone's yeah. dispensed every all the main characters are dispensable yeah yeah 
Um, okay. Uh, best kill in the movie. Oh, Susie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just such a big part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I I think when it whenever it's brought up in compilations, it's always that yeah moment as well too. Because I don't, there's not there's nothing else that 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 even comes close to a measuring stick for it. I mean, killing that one killbot in the pain store at the end when you <laughs> think. The stream of the movie you're watching is glitching out because it's like have a nice drrr er, 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 er. It's great. I don't uh, even understand how that plan works at all. No, I I meant to look. I meant to look up if like paint is flammable or explosive. It's, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Like either. maybe the paint thinner, but like she like pours that like first. I was watching, and then like, all the paint on top of it. I'm like, "There's no way this shit's gonna blow up. Like that doesn't make <laughs> no, any sense. Not, not, not in the way that it does, too. No, no, because she totally obliterates no that killbot. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I guess Susie Slater is is, is great too, because it's also the one that like you, you get a pretty good shot of that head exploding too. Like, it, it's it's pretty good. Um, uh, dumbest decision. I'm just gonna say probably that mall. Not like why not just hire regular security guards? Yeah, like, I mean the the whole setup's dumb. Yeah. Um, uh, but like Taylor, you said Susie entire Susie entirely the yeah. whole the oh, whole yeah. movie. Yeah, I would say that as well. Um, I I would also um when the when the the building gets struck by lightning and everything starts smoking and stuff and that that scientist grabs the manual and then like the there's the pinup that's in it and he just gets kind of lost in the pinup like the fuck are you doing man yeah and i think at one point the other guy when he comes back he turns around at one point and sees that one of the killbots is closer to him than it was before and he's just yeah. like meh whatever <laughs> like he doesn't even notice Ugh. Everyone in this movie deserved to die. <laughs> yeah, Those scientists much. were so stupid. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, one of them was uh, played by Garrett Graham, who... Uh, he it's was... a horror staple. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Child's Play 2. Mm -hmm. um, there's that... He's uh... the one that gets killed by Chucky when he's hanging upside down in Child's Play 2, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's the kind of a dick stepdad. So. Yeah, right, right. Not like most stepdads in movies aren't dicks, but he went a little above and beyond. Including the stepfather. <laughs> uh, Alright. Um, cool. I think it's time to rate Shopping Mall. What is everyone thinking for a score? Oh, boy. Um... I would have to say I wasn't as purely entertained watching it by myself as I was watching with people. Mm. Yeah. So it might have downgraded it a bit. I'm, and I know that the listeners are going to hate me for this. I'm going to be like, it's like between a six and a seven. I mean, yeah. there's there's stuff that's super entertaining about it. But at the same time, like, if you're not, if you can't, like, look at your friend and, and laugh and, and, and make fun of it, it's really... It's not the same. I feel like yeah. you're being very generous with Chopping Mall. 
Yeah, I think I am too, and I think I'm just scared of the all the emails we got for it. <laughs> it's gonna I be feel like, like uh, what's it called the the Snyder Cut all over again. Yeah, exactly. Where I feel pressured, I'm like, oh, I don't want all the Snyderies to come How after dare me. You not understand cinema. You fucking Steve. hack. I'm gonna DM you and call you a hack. I, I, if you get anyone calling you a hack because you gave Chopping Mall a six, I will be very surprised. <laughs> yeah, um, you might get an email saying that I need to be removed from the show. Yeah, this is when people try to cancel Steve because he yeah. took a Chopping Mall a ten yeah. out of ten. I, I, I feel like six is, is good for Chopping Mall, though. Like, I, I kind of agree with Steve. Like, if the score would definitely be higher if you were, if the, like, watching this movie with yeah. a group of people. Maybe if the three of us watch it together. Yeah, then I feel like we'd be like, oh, 10 out of 10, this is the best movie ever. But, like, just watching it on your own and, like, evaluating it as a movie, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a six. Like, there was a lot of uh, good kills and there was a lot of good action and, and ridiculousness. But there were some parts where I was just, like, kind of zoning out a little bit because it was just, like, a bunch of random teenagers that I really didn't care if they lived or died just mm. running around. I at, at one point, I was kind of sad that the Killbots were losing because I was like, yo, these, these guys are dope. <laughs> they, they, they're so, I mean, they don't chop anything, but, like, they, look at all the other ways they've killed people. That's pretty, yeah. that's, they got some range, you know? Mm-hmm. I give it six chops out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... In my heart of hearts, do I know this movie is a th- six out of six or six out of ten movie? Yes. Am I gonna give it that? No. It's a ten out of ten. No. <laughs> no maybe we'll say nine out of ten. Yeah, nine out of ten. I I mean this movie's dumb and I know it, but I love yeah. this movie. It's so it's it's a stupid fun time, and you know there's even points where I'm like, we're coming up. This is the this is the moment where uh, Susie Slater's head's gonna explode. So. You know, there's a certain charm to this movie. I think it is, yeah, much better watch with somebody else or mm-hmm. just a group of people. Uh, yeah. If, if I was doing, like, a horror movie marathon night of just, like, like on Halloween or something when you invite a bunch of people over and you just put a bunch of random horror movies on, yeah. I would definitely put on Chopping Mall as one of those. Yeah. Just as, like, a good... Because it's not even, like... It doesn't really have, like, horror scares in the same way that other movies do, too. So no. it's it's a little more accessible, in my opinion, to some people who are like really against the horror of horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so so that that I mean, yeah, it's like a party horror movie. It's yeah. a party movie for sure. There's literally a party in it happening too. So yeah, I mean, next time I party, I want to party in a furniture store. So yeah, you tell someone you love that they smell like pepperoni. It's <laughs> my pickup line. <laughs> But I like pepperoni. All right. <laughs> I think it's time to plug. Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. I think that's my name on Letterboxd as well. Um, the website is stevestebbing.ca. And uh, I am on uh, The Shift with Shane Hewitt across Canada every Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific time, as well as I do... A little spot uh, on the Jazz Johal show in uh, Vancouver on CKNW. Um, what else? Oh, uh, I'm also on the Toddcast podcast this week as their featured as his featured entertainment guest. 
and nice. uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I'm on the same episode as a BC Lions quarterback, uh, but at the same time, fuck CFL. Um, <laughs> and uh, the lead singer of Buck Cherry. So that's pretty cool. Nice. Dang. All right. Okay. And Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I hang out on Instagram and sometimes I'm on Twitch. My username is Techronomicon. Um, I have a Twitter with the username Circeanic, but I, let's be real. I'm never going to use it probably. So you can follow <laughs> it if you want, but there's not a lot going on. Uh, I have a blog, circeanic.home.blog, where sometimes I'll post if I do anything else on the internet. I have a, a kind of podcast with my friend that we put out episodes like once in a blue moon when we're feeling like recording something fun together so uh, i post about that on there but that's pretty much it nice and i'm on twitter film critic kurt uh, currently you can see such great content as me ripping uber to shreds or <laughs> whatever else i'm doing that week uh yeah i'm also on letterbox fatal koala you can see such great reviews of Cop Shop or The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, spoilers, I gave Cop Shop a higher score than The Eyes of Tammy Faye, and I'm pretty sure the internet's going to hate me for it, but whatever. <laughs> um, ooh, Prisoners of Ghostland. I did watch that. That was great. It's so weird. It is, yeah. I mean, there's only one movie you'll ever see this year where one of Nick Cage's balls explodes. Yeah, and then he holds it up. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's gnarly. It's just such a gnarly movie. And Bill Mosley is kind of the villain in it. And Nick, yeah. Nick Cage is just about doing weird horror these days, isn't he? I yeah. kind of love it. Yeah. It's like Mad Max meets a samurai film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. You're only making me want to see this even more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it should be seen. And Nicolas Cage said it was the most fun he's ever had making a movie. Oh, that's awesome. I want to imagine he said that when he was really drunk and the marketing people for that were like, write that down. We can that <laughs> um, yeah, I also have uh, reviews up for Night Raiders, um, and I've been holding my spot for my Midnight Mass review. I'll post that probably nice. tomorrow when the embargo lifts. But, um, yeah. I dug the shit out of the cop shop as well. Cop Shop was fun. It was yeah. uh, Assault on Precinct 13, pretty much. But... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But I, I forget what her name, her I, it's based on her name right now, but, like, Action Star. Like, just keep putting her in movies. Oh, um, Alexis Louder, I think her name was. Yeah, she's yeah. so good. She's yeah. the reason to watch that movie. The trailers undersell her entirely. Well, I think it's, like, Gerard Butler and Frank Grillo get top billing, but, like, yeah. she's the biggest part of that movie. So. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, sorry. The MVP of the movie is Toby Huss, though. Mm, i trying to remember who does he play. He's the he's the the killer oh. that comes in. He's, <laughs> he's, he's like a, the, he's <laughs> like the middle aged like dad version of a hitman. And yeah, yeah, I love him. He's so fucking great in that movie. I I loved how he was dressed, like how my dad yeah. would dress if he was supposed yeah, right? to be killing someone. Under uh. underspoken part of that movie. Oh, for sure, and and you know what? He's all like, he's been in so much great stuff for 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 decades, and he's always still so underrated. Wasn't he the dad that talked about putting peanut butter on his dick in Halloween? Yep. 
Oh. Yep. Yeah. And uh, um, he was Stumpy in Carnival. Mm. Um, he he is a, a, an amazing reoccurring character in the Reno 911 series and movie. Mm. Um, yeah, he's 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 phenomenal and just everything he's in, he he shines. Nice. Okay. Well, we'll see you all next time where we talk about another great 80s slasher movie pieces. Bye for now.